and to you, and not to you, Steve Vines, how are you? What's so good about it, eh? It's what's so good about <laughs> it. It's Thursday. I'm just asking. And it's 10 Celsius, and the sun's come out, so hopefully yes. the weather boy's got it wrong. Yes, it will change, trust me. Yeah. All right, then. There's, I, there's a metaphor in there for the sharp listener. Something which you'll get... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll, it might we'll, change. We might get to that. Let's kick off with a one-liner here from Richard, who says, A forum in Davos was clearly a far-flung place where communications were not adequate to keep attendees informed of any and all events in their spheres of responsibility. Don't know what that's about. I, I, I'm slightly puzzled. It could be about... Yeah, just, was... just guessing here. Could be about Carrie Lamb. Certainly. Mind you, who knows that she went to Davos? She made such an enormous impression on that meeting that the Herculean restraint that everybody showed by not mentioning that she was there, I thought was impressive. I didn't you know, know she was there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it was the classic case of an empty cab drew up, up and, and then <laughs> Carrie Lamb walked out. I mean, you know, what is the point of this? I mean, she, she clearly made zero impact on the proceedings, but at great government expense. And, of course, she wouldn't have gone alone because they don't go alone to these things. So a whole bunch of them went and stuck themselves up a Swiss mountain yeah. and, um, and and mixed with the great and the, the great and the mighty. And sort of Carrie Lam goes up and says, oh, hello, I'm Carrie Lam, I'm chief executive of Hong Kong. And whoever she's speaking to says, do you know what, I've just forgotten... I've got to go and collect a cup of tea from the corner the over there. <laughs> Is that the time? Anyway, but that's not the point. I understand Richard wasn't trying to make that particular point. He was trying to make the point is, how can she get away with saying that she knew nothing about these people? There's now two of them have been screened out. From, what if she really from, didn't, though? Well... Wouldn't that, that be awesome? That, that's an also interesting possibility, but she didn't know about either of these people being screened out from being allowed to participate in the I think, I think what she meant was, it wasn't me. Yes, I'm sure that's... Well, many... You, you know... I, I, I like her. I like her sense of collegiate responsibility. Yeah, yeah it was him oh, or her or the other one. I mean, you know, I mean, she's showing leadership in in every way possible. So she's going, no, nothing to do with me, nothing to do with me. I was away. I was in Switzerland. Um, somebody on the premises did all of that, and um, you know, and you know, there was no, no, no hint of political interference. And I'm thinking, what then? Hang she about. didn't like Agnes's hairdo. No, 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 no. But hang about. We've seen because it's on the public record the the questions that were asked, for example, of Edward Yu, who wasn't in the end screened out to right. run in Hong Kong Island. And they were all entirely political. You know, what do you think about this bit, bit of politics? What do you think about that politics? What did you mean by saying this? It was politics. I mean, good morning, Hong Kong. The really interesting one is, I mean, Agnes Chow, um, who was um, denied the right to run in Hong Kong Island, is part of a um, demosistos, that clingingly named um, political organisation, who have views on, on, on autonomy of Hong Kong. But the one who's just been um, screened out yesterday, um, <laughs> I know it's an extremely extraordinary name, Ventus Lau, in New Territories East, he ran as an independent. Now, the interesting thing about him is that he doesn't make any bones about the fact that he used to be a uh, independence advocate. Yeah. But he, he changed his mind. And the returning officer says, you can't change your mind. Yeah. You've already said yeah. that um, um, that um, uh, you, you, you think this, you've got to think that for life. And by the way, and 
I saw because it was it was reprinted. Anybody who wants to look at it can look at the Hong Kong Free Press website today, where it's it's reproduced in full. The the returning officer's whole screed was amazingly political. You know, why did you write these things on Facebook? I don't like the look of those things on Facebook. I don't think you're being sincere. I'm thinking, gosh, who is this? Is an omnipotent omnipotent person yeah. who 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 can determine what's going on not only in the mind but in the inner mind of um, various people, particularly if they're called Ventus. The returning officer. The returning officer. It's like something out of a sci-fi. Yes. Nobody quite... I mean, of course, we know her name and all that sort of stuff, but it's like, you know, I don't know about... Dav, think of Dav Ross. It's like, you know, some yeah. omnipotent yes. being yes. that lives in a volcano. The returning officer is judging you today. The returning officer yeah. is judging you. So we had another returning officer. This is... this is We're, we're back with, with um, uh, Ms. Cheng. Miss um, Chow, rather. Um, so we have another returning officer um, called is Agnes. There... What's her name, Agnes? I got it written down here in paper, so it must be right. Oh no, sorry, Anne Teng. Is there? An, uh, there's more than one. Yeah. Is yep, this a yep. breed? Is there's this like a... that in each district? Each district had its own returning officer. Oh, wow. So you have been warned, listener. I am. If you if you go the out on the streets officer. and you yes, <laughs> and you are just going about your daily business, you may well bump into us. Watch out! Watch out! They are there. <laughs> they are looking at it's you. Like the Humphreys. They know. They know you're in a thought. So Anne Tang, who was the one who screened out Agnes Chow, um, was supposed to be addressing an Eastern District board meeting. I mean, life doesn't get more exciting than that. I can Whoopee. tell you. I know. I was really jealous not to have been invited. Forget Cancun. So, so yeah, <laughs> so Upturns. Um, funny enough, Upturns members of the Eastern District District Council, Eastern District District Council, the Eastern District District Council, who who are, who are Democrats. Apparently, yeah. they haven't managed to get rid of all of them on the council. So there's ten, and then Agnes Chow and Joshua Wong turn up, and they say, "Well, you know, we'd like to have a word with this returning officer." So she makes the bold decision, and, you know, there's courage here in saying, oh, I'm not going. People want to ask me questions, I'm not going. I'm not going. Yeah, that's former. Yeah, you know, I've got a box set to watch. I'm really busy this week. Yeah. Um, so she didn't turn up. So they get there, and there's all these men in black standing around, going, you're not allowed in, you're not allowed in. So among the people who were not allowed in were district councillors. You're not allowed in. We have our orders. So they say to them, well, who are you? Well, we're not allowed to say. <sighs> we're not allowed to say. Ooh, couldn't tell you, couldn't that. tell you that. I have to kill you. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm gilding the what's it now. They didn't say Not that. very well. But they did say, <laughs> we're not allowed to tell you. Apparently one of them did sort of vaguely, if pushed, admit that they might have been special security officers. Hi, But, you know, here you have a situation at a lonely district council where they're basically hiring thugs to protect uh, uh, officials. I mean, Paranoia they're, 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 will destroy you. Eh? But the interesting... What, what I love about this is the chairman of the Eastern District Council, who, needless to say, is not a Democrat, then goes, well, the Democrats didn't turn up, so therefore there wasn't God, a quorum, but now I've closed the meeting. This and is I'm cracking, thinking, isn't yes, it? The reason they didn't turn up is because your goons stopped them from turning up. Ooh, is there a connection between those two things? The listener must judge for themselves. The listener knows already. I just think it's completely mm. unsophisticated. I mean, if you want to hire security guards, make them look like security yes. guards, and maybe people won't a, say... Or maybe you're... put a uniform on. Hey. Well, that's exactly what I'm yeah. saying. Don't dress like sort of triad henchmen. Yes. 
I, I, were they wearing shades? I hope they were. They've got I didn't to have been see wearing that. Shades. I didn't see that detail. But, you know, I, I like the idea that apparently there was ten of them. But what could anybody do to stop them apart from call the fuzz? Now, there's a, now there is a concept. Well, here's an interesting thing. I mean, first of all, if you want to conduct the meetings of elected bodies in secret, that's a worry. If you're preventing elected members of elected bodies from going into a meeting, that's a bigger worry. If you're saying that once a decision has been made, the person who's made that decision should never be accountable for it, boy, the worries mount, don't they? So you've got a kind of triple whammy there in, you know, you can't come in, you can't be, you can't do, and I tell you what, if you want to come in, we're just going to close the meeting. Mm. Full stop. Bye-bye. Let me say hello to John just now. John pops in, he goes, Steve knows CCP don't like messy stuff like voting. They prefer to control the outcome by limiting the voters' choice, just like the CE non-elections. And then he adds the best bit, which we're all thinking right now. He goes, really? She went to Davos. That's news. (laughs) That really is news. Yes, yes. Well, you probably didn't... Not very exciting news. It's not very exciting news, and you probably didn't hear it here first, but, hey... Well, they've all gone, you know. It is a sort of thing. Little Donald used to love trooping off to Davos and would sort of go around going, I'm going to Davos. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. But, uh, um, but, but the, I do want to take issue with John on one thing. He does like voting. It's just they like... Uh, this was the famous words. I remember David Akers-Jones saying this in, in, in a rather unguarded moment when he was defending some pro-government thing, which, of course, is what he does. He goes, but but they do like to know the outcome in advance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and? 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 So, so they have little votes. Have, haven't you noticed all those... Talking men in black, I mean, they're men in black with red ties and, and dyed hair. They all sit there and they all put up their right hand, if you've noticed. I don't know what that's all about. What's wrong with the left hand? It's a thing. Just asking. Yeah. but this Just, just, just <clears throat> a point. I thought that when... I, the first I, I read about these, you know, blokes in suits, you yeah. know, goons, as everybody's been saying, um, I read it from a mate of mine who's a journalist. He wrote, are you kidding me? On Facebook, blah, blah, blah. But that's pretty much all I heard about it. And then it kind of trickled out the next day. Yeah. This is a big deal. I mean, we, we, we it, hear it, about pay for play when it comes it's, to scuffles. It's interesting. Um, it was a much bigger deal in the Chinese media than it was in what's left of the English language media. So, I mean, a lot of English language readers wouldn't perhaps be aware of all of this, but I mean, it is a pretty big thing. Totally legal, I'm assuming. Well, I, I'm just wondering on whose authority they the, were acting. I mean, bloke. who, who, well, who was it? Was it, was it, um, the lady who didn't turn up, um, Ann Tang? Was it the chairman hmm. of the hmm. Eastern Council District? Um, was it the, was it the, um, district officer? I mean, you know. I'm worried about this. To, to, to be a security guard, do you have to have a thing that says, I'm a security guard, therefore... Actually, you don't. Therefore, they, I they can no put status. my hands on you or Actually, whatever. Actually, they have no status <clears throat> at all. So he didn't break the law. So, so Well, no. But 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 do they have... No, they have There's no such thing as a qualification to be a security guard. No, I mean, guard. just to say, I, you know, I'm legit and But But whatever. there is a question as to whether, just because you've hired a whole lot of men in black, yeah. to chuck people out of a meeting, whether they're actually able to... Do, whether it's lawful for them to do that. I, um, I, I understand the police could have arrived if there was public disorder, but the police well, there job, was... at least this week, careful what you talk about on, you know, such high-profile programmes as Morning Brew, but, you know, at, as we sit here this week, the police job is not to decide who does and doesn't go to meetings. They're only there for yeah, sure. dealing with, with, with disturbances. 
And there would have been absolutely no implication of threat whatsoever. Well, I, I suppose they take the view, if, if you disagree with me, you're, you're, you're a threat. You know, they, they take the view that Agnes Chow, who, who you know, who, who's all of three foot high, is the most terrifying person in Hong Kong. And if she turns up at a meeting, gosh, who yeah. knows what will happen? Well, that's, that's so far been uh, fairly fruity news this week. Let's do another before we have the news. Shall we have another quick one? Um, well, I just, I just, I mean, just let, let, let's let's do that full carry this week because you know the listener may be wondering. I like the way that when she was in Ledgeco yesterday, she's still sticking to the line, and you can't make this up. She actually says this. She goes, "Oh, that that Teresa Cheng. The reason she doesn't do it is she's too busy with important things to worry about her personal affairs." I'm thinking. Carrie, are you going to really be running that as the defence of Theresa Cheng, that she's too busy to do to obey the law? Gosh, you just who want to, you? you know, when people go, really? Yeah, really? really? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. I know. You, you can sit there, sitting there with your popcorn, sort of spluttering, going, <laughs> she's not really saying that, is she? Well, our guys put a news thing out, and I'm reading here. Uh, she said on Wednesday that she sympathises with the Secretary for Justice. Is it sympathise or empathise? Anyway, well, uh, over her failure to deal with numerous illegal structures, saying she too can be too busy serving the public to, quote, care about her private business. Ah, uh, uh, Carrie. Yeah, the we'll sacrifices that are made by those very important people at the top. Still in with Steve Vines, I want to say good morning to Brett, who's just sent us something very cool. And I, it's from the Hong Kong Police Force, and it says, Security Personnel Permit. <coughs> Thanks very much for this, Brett. So I'm going to go down. It says, um, No person other than a company acting under, in accordance with a licence shall supply, agree to supply, hold himself out supplying any individual to do security work. No person shall supply an individual to do any type of security work for another person unless the individual, A, is the holder of a permit, valid for that type of work, B, is to do security work otherwise than for reward. It goes on, but it's all there. It's interesting, isn't it? I thought so, they'd need to so, have a thing. So, uh, so did those men in black at the Eastern District Council, did they have these little slips of paper? I'd like to know that. Uh, it's interesting. And then it goes on restrictions on obtaining benefit of security work. It's all... Uh, so there is regulation, in other well, words. Well, yeah. yeah. You can't okay, just say, yeah. hello, I'm a security oh, guard. Right, Whackety-whack. Wow. They're ahead of the curve. Yeah. Except for Eastern District Council. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm sure nobody... Well, I, want, I bet I they wonder, did challenge them. They must have challenged well, they, them. Well, they, they apparently just, just stonewalled them. They said, well, who are you? What are you doing here? So, well, they were just, here? so they were just punters standing in front of other punters, except some of the... Yeah, except for they had suits. They had suits on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where the suits came from. Do we know that? Is that, is that <laughs> detail emerged in this <laughs> yeah. morass of information? No, well done, Brett. That's great. I, I figured there'd yes, be thank something. You for that. Anyway, moving on, Steve. Well, moving on. And, and it's, it's not unconnected, but, I mean, uh, if, if you um, read the commentaries by the usual weasel suspects, they've, they've somehow collectively come up with this extraordinary theory yeah. of how there was a Democrats' conspiracy... I mean, you know, I mean, for anyone who, who, who's who's got up late today and thinking, am I listening to something from, you know, Planet Zog? You might be, but anyway. So their theory is that that 
Um, the Democrats didn't really want Agnes Chow to run in Hong Kong Island in the first place because she's young and inexperienced. But they really wanted, you know, one of the one of the more experienced guys who, in fact, will now be running now that she's been expelled. And they somehow contrived the situation so that it would produce more sympathy for the Democrat camp, boost the number of votes, uh, and and so on. And you're thinking, gosh, number one. I know something about the Democrat camp. If I for one moment believed they were that organised to do that, I'd be mightily impressed. Yeah. And number two, um, who took the decision to bar her, was it? Oh, that's right. It was uh, some government minion. Um, and you think that that government minion knowingly went into the process thinking, I wonder how I can help the Democrats in this election. I mean, on the likely things that have happened on Planet Zog this week, that would rate rather lowly. So, I'm just saying. <clears throat> I hadn't heard this, but it makes this bit of logic, really. So they're saying uh, it's a wind-up, da-da-da-da, sympathy, etc. But what they actually mean is... Blimey, she's getting loads of support. Yeah, what they're meaning, it's an own goal for the administration, but because they're government, pro-government weasels, they can't say that. I mean, this is the most likely outcome of this, is that people who are thinking of going to the polls on, on uh, next month will say to themselves, I tell you what, this is a bit of a shower. I think we'll vote for the people who are most likely to stop that shower continuing. Yeah. So, yes, it's an own goal, and sorry, weasels, You've so got this one wrong. So got this one wrong. So, I mean, I, I, I mean, the B side, I thought, well, OK, she gets in, she doesn't get in, she doesn't get in. There's Alnok Hin now. I mean, they've got people who still yeah. believe the same things, but they yeah. haven't got previous on paper. Yeah. So, therefore... And he's our a mem- B- Alnok Hin is a member of a more um, established political party but in he's the still, Democratic Party. He's yeah, but he's still in the Democratic camp. And the reason she's running is because the Democrat or was running, I should say, the reason she was running was the Democratic camp collectively said this is a seat that used to be occupied by a member of your party nathan law who's been expelled from legco so you know we want to show our solidarity with him and another party member takes up the the reins so the other but the other interesting consequence of this because that is a party populated as i understand it exclusively by quite young people is what does that do to this fabled drive that Carrie Lam is apparently underway to bring the youth into the system. Our, the youth, no, our young people. Our youth, though, not, yes, that, not she, that youth, this was, youth. It's interesting, she does talk about our young people. I wonder who that includes. Probably not Agnes Chow. There's one thing we... Probably f- not Joshua Wong, who, both of whom are quite young. Yeah, there's one so thing So they're going to be drawn in, or are they? I mean, if you say to them, the political process is not for you... Mm just stay on the streets mm. that, that's a good idea fabulous fabulous thinking the thing we need to remind ourselves of i think is that these naughty ex-legislators they were actually voted by joe public yeah well they really really were that, without any fiddling around without and, being and, and, bought you know, off and and if joe public thinks that agnes chow's ideas are so repulsive they have every right to go out and vote against them. That's what we call a free and open election. Mm. But, you know, what you're saying now is, oh, the people of Hong Kong, they may vote the wrong way. Oh, we can't take the risk of them, you know, looking at these dangerous ideas and supporting them. Oh, we're going to get rid of these people. So And so it goes on. Mm. So free and open elections, hmm. I mean, I would just point out that, that what has actually changed in the situation that you now have this screening out process, this is unprecedented. 
Well, it's not unprecedented, sorry. I, not again, anymore, it's I, not. It's, well, no, <laughs> because they also screened out people from the last round of, of uh, LegCo elections. But previous to that, and that, remember, is only um, within the last 12 months or so, yeah. previous to that, there was none of this going on. So, you know, what has changed? It isn't anything other than the increasingly dark atmosphere of, of cracking down on, on dissent. What happens... Um, if and when this all goes through and public support I mean it seems that the public does support the, the yes. sort of people who love freedom of speech and this know, that and the other and I mean, you can't that keep is, that is it, the problem that is the out. problem so you know you kick them down I mean I, I, I quite liked what Joshua Wong said after that he said you know just because you've kicked us out of the process doesn't mean we're no longer going to be engaged in politics mm. in fact we will redouble our efforts to do that so mm. You know, this is at the one at one level. It's quite um, useful for them because what they're hoping to do, besides uh, screening people out and stopping people getting elected, is they're trying to cause dissent in the democratic camp. So that that one part of the camp will be people who contest elections. What they hope is the people who can't do it will then call them sellouts mm. for participating in elections. I hope they don't feel full for that divisive ploy. But, you know, this is something that hasn't only been tried in Hong Kong. It's been tried elsewhere. I mean, it's... it's. I think they're aware of this. They may be aware of this, yes. I mean, um, and you look, you look at the results of this. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm. In, in, in Catalonia, where, where the Spanish government has been trying to stop people running for election and even if elected, stop, uh, tried to stop them obtaining office... It's not working too well in the sense that popular support for the independence parties in Catalonia has, has risen. I mean, before the Spanish government cracked down on them, they, they weren't actually doing that well. But hmm. well done, Madrid. They put them in the limelight. Yeah, well done, Madrid. <laughs> and you, it's because you, you've wrapped up support for independence in Catalonia. Very often, these, these authorities, they're so impatient and greedy i suppose that they just cannot sit tight i know they, they have to do they, something they can't stop themselves and poor the, dears and that's the own goal time yeah, isn't it it is yeah. it is it ain't it ain't impressive if you want to write anything to steve four letter words even better it's yeah. morning brew at rthk.hk well let's just shift um what's it's a bit um i'm very interested and the papers have been full of it not just in hong kong <laughs> but literally around the world oh okay in in this ghastly business of of sexual assaults on well actually in all sorts of industries but more recently on on athletes and now we know that the the coach of the hong kong's champion um hurdler vera liu has has in fact been charged with with, with these these offences. So you might have thought, because there's such enormous international attention on this, particularly in the wake of the much more ghastly case in the United States, which is still going on, um, the local sports bodies, and I hadn't realised, did you know that in Hong Kong there's 79 national sports associations? I didn't realise there was that many. Mm. Anyway, apparently there are, there's 79 of them, only 10 of which in the face of all this um, publicity and this concern, and it's very real concern, about the um, protection of athletes from molesters, only 10 of them have come up with guidelines within their organisations to stop this happening. What's their excuse? Oh, well, it's all very difficult. We need much more time. Who knew this sort of thing was going Who knew this sort of thing was going on? Read a newspaper, Sunshine. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, it is absolutely appalling... I mean, sports 
representative bodies in Hong Kong do not have a good reputation. But they're they're sort of trying to make. But a until bad this, situation. Steve, who'd have known? Until well, this no, stuff. Well, I'm, yeah. no, I'm thinking in other respects. There's there's been all sorts of um, allegations that, that that surround the sports bodies here. So you know they don't come to the party in in white frocks. No. So I think you know it's beholden on them to say, boy, this is a big issue. A lot of I hope a, a consequence of this will be that parents won't keep their kids away from you know participating in competitive sport because they're worried about molestation and you know it's it's a genuine worry well so these sports bodies better get their act together let's talk about the sixty five thousand pound gorilla in the room which hasn't yet sort of uh, bared his chest and that is the entertainment industry here it hasn't gone to them boy well I mean. The, the, the Me Too movement in America is focused on the entertainment industry, where we understand terrible things have happened. Mm. Can you imagine if the spotlight was put on the Hong Kong entertainment industry? Woo! Baby! 